the college football experience, South Carolina Gamecock season preview on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a $500 risk-free sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit winbet.com. That's w y n n bet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. That's propswap.com promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by underdog. Make sure you head over to underdogfantasy.com and use the promo code SGPN for a free $25. Yes. You can use the uh, free $25 to enter their best ball mania Two. First place in best ball mania Two gets a million dollars. That's right. Sign up now for a free shot at a million dollars. Drafts are happening constantly, and it's not just NFL. They also have NBA, MLB, and more. Underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN for your chance to win a million dollars. We're also brought to you by the SGPN app. Yes, of course. Don't forget to download the SGPN app in the App Store or Google Play Store today. This is Mike Leach, uh, head football coach at Mississippi State, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. Welcome, welcome to the college football experience, South Carolina Gamecock season preview. My name is Kobe Swinging Database Dan, aka Pick Don D. That's not a pick. This is a pick. And we are talking South Carolina Gamecocks football. Look, it's been it's been a crazy coming off of a bad year, but I mean, look, you had COVID. Obviously, Will Muschamp's era, you know, comes to a screeching halt as he gets canned, and then Mike Bobo was the interim head coach. They just, they just had a bad season a season ago. They really did. I mean, I thought they they could have beat Tennessee out the gate. Um, I thought they played Florida decently well, and then they beat Vanderbilt and Auburn, and then the wheels just kind of fell off. But give me that Dundee music. Give me that Dundee music. All right. Because this is the South Carolina Gamecocks. Yes, Lou Holtz and Steve Spurrier have turned this program into something. Uh, going back to the days of Steve Tannehill and Sterling Sharp, they've always had players. George Rogers back in the day. This has been a rich program, all right? And it can get back on track, and they're calling in. Shane Beamer comes from a very, very strong lineage in the fact that. Uh, you know, Frank Beamer, one of the greatest coaches in college football history is his father. And Shane played at, uh, played for Virginia tech from 95 to 99. Yes. He has zero head coach, ex- head coaching experience, but uh, you know, this is a guy that uh, was, was with Spurrier at South Carolina for most uh, 2007 to 2010. So he's coached with a lot of he's coached with uh, the likes of Chan Gailey, 
He's seen Philip Fulmer. Um, uh, what's it called? Steve Spurrier. Then, then he bounced over Frank Beamer, his dad, obviously. Then he was at Georgia with uh, Mark Richt, I believe, and then Oklahoma with uh, Lincoln Riley. So he's he's got a long lineage. Let's see. I mean, he's never been a head coach. Always kind of been a special teams coach or a tight ends coach, defensive backs and linebackers at certain times, and running backs. Kind of everything. Kind of everything. So maybe. Maybe things can work out. He brings in Marcus Satterfield, I believe, from the Carolina Panthers to uh, run that offense. It's going to be interesting to see how things work shake out. I, I I was not expecting that hire. I'll be honest, was not expecting that hire from South Carolina. But you know, I was also one that was kind of shocked with Dabo Sweeney when they went. You know, he had no head coaching experience. So look how that turned out. Um. And Sweeney didn't have the lineage. I mean, this guy's been able to watch his dad and Bud Foster for a long, long time coach. So um, I think year one, though, stepping in, I don't know what to expect. You know, this is a team that probably you think is in rebuilding process, obviously, year one. But at the same time, the SEC East is open. Yes, we know Georgia's going to dominate that thing. Uh, if I had to guess, I think Missouri and Florida are going to battle for number two. Maybe you can throw Kentucky in there, but yes, Florida's on another level based on recent history, but Missouri uh, it looked all right last year. I think Missouri's going to come up this year a little bit, but it wouldn't surprise me if South Carolina was able to beat the likes of a Vanderbilt, a Tennessee, you know, perhaps a Kentucky or Missouri. It would not shock me there. I do think Missouri's ahead of them. I think Kentucky's slightly ahead of them, but I think they're going to be neck and neck with Tennessee right now. And, and if anything, I might even give them an edge because of the, of the scandal and things going off down in, in, in Rocky top. So, and I, they're definitely better in Vanderbilt right now. So call me crazy, but I think, uh, think that's a decent play. Now they get a and M every year in the cross division. We'll go through the schedule as well, but um, I, I think, uh, I think they should be somewhat, uh, a player to make a bowl, at least uh, we'll get into it though. But cause I, I think a lot of it's going to depend on the quarterback situation. I hit on Marcus Satterfield, the, the OC and see how that, that works out. But uh, Kevin Harris, they, they, this is one fact. They have an awesome running back. Loved watching this kid play last year. Uh, re- really think he's one of the best running backs in the country. If you get a chance guys, if you're not a Gamecock fan, check out uh, Kevin Harris and he'll be running behind, you know, a decently uh, experienced offensive line. Three of the five returning, and the other two upperclassmen. The whole right side of the O line is back essentially. That is key, but really, they're going to need to be able to throw the ball. And Luke Dottie, who was, a, I believe, a top 100 recruit quarterback wise, who got a little bit of burn last year, uh, I think they're going to go as he goes. I'm I'm assuming he's going to get the starting nod. I mean, I guess there's a chance they could go with the FCS transfer, Jason Brown, who transferred in from St. Francis. Maybe, maybe they go with Jason Brown. Um, but the, but the receiving position, they're going to just need to get the ball in the air. Some, all right. And if it's Jason Brown, the, the, he has his uh, tight end uh, EJ Jenkins transferring in as well from St. Francis. So perhaps there's some continuity there, but regardless the receiving position makes you scratch your head a little bit. Their top leading wideout 
had just 11 catches the season ago. But look, I've said this all off season or every year on the off season that if your weakest position is wide receiver, I think that's, that's a good situation. Obviously you want to have playmakers, but um, maybe they go two tight end set. Maybe they go with EJ Jenkins and Nick Muse. He's back another tight end. Um, uh, the receiving spot. I'm assuming what Jalen Brooks or uh, I'm assuming they're going to go with them. Maybe Joiner as well. Um, EJ Jenkins. I, I hit on. I think he could be a pivotal player. I'm uh, um, um, Marine Brown. Maybe I, I, it's hard to, to really Rico powers. I don't know at, at the wide receiver spot, what they will go with, but I will say this. I think they're going to need to just be able to pass a little bit to get Kevin Harris going. I think he's a stud running back. He could be the anchor of your team, especially when you're starting a freshman quarterback. If you can get a good ground game, go play action. Some make uh Dottie feel comfortable. If they go with him, going to be something to watch. They were 98th in scoring offense a season ago. 60th in rushing offense, 104th in passing offense, 96 in total offense. Now these are all with must champion Bobo, which was interesting because Bobo brought in his Bobo came over from Colorado state was previously the head coach to run the OS, the offense for the Gamecocks a season ago. And he brought in Colin Hill and they had Colin Hill and Halinski and Dottie. They're pretty deep in the quarterback room a season ago, but they, they struggled passing the ball. And it, it appears with that, with not knowing the receiving situation, uh, it, that may happen again. But I do like the the thing. Just let Dottie. I, I've start Dottie. I mean, I have nothing against Jason Brown. Maybe he's good, um, but I just think, man, this is your first year coach. You're not expected to do well. Why not just get the quarterback some reps and see if you can uh, see if you can improve week by week. Um, defensively, they return uh, four starters on the entire defense, but three of four back on the defensive line, and they're bringing in Jordan State or Georgia State transfer Jordan Strahan. This guy was a beast with the Panthers last year. Uh, what honestly, like if you had a chance to watch any Sun Belt football, you would know his name. Um, so the D line actually is going to be the strong suit of probably the whole team. Run run game, I guess, and D line. They're going to run a, a, a four, two, five. The new DC is Clayton white um, breaking in new linebackers and just one of five back in the secondary. But then again, there were the 105th scoring defense in the nation last year, 95th in run defense, 97 in pass defense yardage wise, 105th overall. You can only go up really, right? I mean, I guess you could fall back, but they had an all sec schedule this season ago. I'm going to make a case in a minute. Why I think they will be vastly improved besides the fact that uh you know, Beamer's coach with the legendary Bud Foster, friend of the program, Bud Foster. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I think it's going to be a uh, an interesting year. Uh, I think they're kind of like one of these teams that can, you can forget about. I, I sound, I'm not saying that in a negative way. I'm just saying like sometimes you just think you're looking at the college football landscape. There's all these compelling stories in the SEC, obviously adding Texas and Oklahoma, but then you know, uh, Tennessee goes out and gets Danny white, the, the, the AD from UCF who brings in Josh Heupel. Um, Kentucky goes and gets that passing quarterback that they, they clearly needed the season ago. Vanderbilt goes uh, old faithful Clark Lee, which has somewhat, you know, I feel like is in the Shane Beamer uh, category here where you kind of all the other storyline storylines going into the sec traditionally, uh, I think, perhaps we'd be talking about these two teams more, but um, Mississippi 
Leach and Kiffin steals attention. Coach O, can he find his mojo again? Obviously, Saban, the dynasty. Uh, Kirby Smart, this is Georgia's year to get over the top. Eli Drinkwitz, great first year and uh, a, a, a nice schedule to set up year two. And Mullen, uh, you know, got Florida in the right direction. So I think that's easy to forget about what's going on here, and especially with Harson joining Auburn and stuff. Uh, A&M, college football, invitational talk. But Shane Beamer, kind of a higher out of left field, I thought. Maybe he'll maybe he'll surprise. Uh, the win total in Vegas is four, which is somewhat shocking because you just think, man, in the SEC East, I just rattled off four games within the. Now, do I think Missouri and Kentucky are above South Carolina? Sure. Um, but would it shock me if South Carolina beat them? Not really. Not really. Maybe Missouri a tiny bit, but I, I think they could be Kentucky. Um, so you let hey, can just in the SEC, Kentucky, Vandy, Tennessee, those are winnable games. Even Missouri's a winnable game. Wouldn't surprise me. Would not surprise me. But uh let's get to the schedule here. Let's break it down here. Win total at four. Uh, week one, they get Eastern Illinois. That this is just this is one of those games where you scratch your head and say, Why is this game happening? I mean, I don't know if people don't, if you're not familiar in the FCS, Eastern Illinois is one of the worst teams in the FCS. They really have no place playing this game. I mean, it's, it's really, I get it. You want to get yourself a win, but at least play a, like if you put dropped Eastern Illinois in the, in division two, they'd probably be 500, probably maybe even below. So this is not a contest. So let that if you're taking the over, you're loving week one. Week two, they're going to Greenville, North Carolina, to take on East Carolina. My East Carolina Pirates. I think Carolina won the last time they played by five twenty to fifteen uh, three or four years ago in Scotty Montgomery's uh, first uh, first season. I mean, you got to like the chances of an SEC school against an AAC school, but it is dangerous going to Greenville. I do believe they're one and one going to Greenville in the last thirty years. Um, but I think you know this is a tricky game that Greenville can get lit and will get lit, especially this is the first home game in Greenville after COVID. I think Carolina will be favored. South Carolina, that is, um, will be favored. I think it's a dangerous game, but you know, I, I'm an ECU guy. So I got a call for the upset, but Hey, let's play devil's advocate here. Let's say South Carolina opens up two and Uh They do have back to back away. Uh, they go at, at Greenville, North Carolina, then at Georgia, they will lose at Georgia. Even though I think the last time they played there, they pulled off a heck of an upset. Um, so then two and one home to Kentucky circle this one guys circle this one. Because if you're a Gamecock fan, if you're able to get this win, I think you circle the ECU game at a conference. You circle the Kentucky game. I think they're the most important games on the season for you to hit this over and probably for you to go bowling. It let, if you are able, this is in Columbia. You beat Auburn in Columbia last year. Why couldn't you beat Kentucky? You win that you're three and one. And then the very next week you're welcoming in Troy. Troy, I think is a solid uh, Sunbelt team. They were five and seven a season ago, but a lot of close losses. I think they're better than their record indicates, but you can beat Troy and you can be four and one out the gate. And then after that, you're at Tennessee. That's a winnable game. 
five and one, then home to Vanderbilt. So you can make a case. You open up six and one and you're bowl eligible. Now the remaining part of your schedule after that at Texas A&M loss home to Florida loss at Missouri, probably a loss home to Auburn. You beat them last year, but probably a loss. And then home to Clemson six and six, right? Maybe you, maybe you pull an upset against Auburn again, seven and five. I think that's best case scenario for Shane Beamer year, year one. I got them losing to ECU. Maybe it's cause I'm an ECU guy probably is, but so Eastern Illinois one and ECU. I got them losing at Georgia losing one and two home to Kentucky. I'm going to go one and three, but maybe you beat ECU. Maybe you'd be sitting at two and two. I think you beat Troy. I think you probably lose to Tennessee, but I mean, that's a 50, 50 game. I'm only doing that. I'm only giving it to Tennessee because it's in Rocky top. Um, but I, I'm going to make a case. I think that there's decent value in this play. I think there's decent value in this play because I, I think you'd be favored in these games, Eastern Illinois, East Carolina, Troy, that's three Vanderbilt four. And I think there's a solid chance you go four and over three and one there. And then you add in some of these 50, 50 games like Kentucky, like Tennessee in, in Knoxville, like really Auburn. I mean, you beat them last year in a, in a horrible season. Why not? Why not? So I'm going to, I'm going to lean over here. I know it seems like I'm going on a lot of overs this year. I, I, I find myself like my, why am I taking the over on all these? But I think, I, I think you, you got to lean over here. The sec East is wide open. I think it's more likely that they win five games than three. I really do. Um, and uh, worst comes to worst, you get your money back if they go four and eight, right? I just can't see. Th- I, they got to win more than three games. They got to win more than three games. Um, it'll be interesting to watch, but I think it's a solid play. I actually think it's. I don't know. It'll crack my top ten. We'll release that episode in a couple of weeks here. But I, it, I think it's a solid play to take the over in the Gamecocks in four. All right, guys, if you're a first time listener to the college football experience, make sure you subscribe because we are breaking down all 130 college FBS college football teams, a podcast for every single team in the FBS. And we'll probably have some FCS and we have some 2.0 FBS ones out there like Boise state and Liberty right now. Um, but no, I think you take the over. I think it makes a lot of sense. So yes, put that money there. Subscribe to the college football experience. Also subscribe to the college basketball experience. Frank Martin. It wasn't that long ago that Frank Martin had South Carolina in the final four. It's been a Rocky road since, but I think this year, I think this year, the Gamecocks could be flying a bit under the radar in the sec. Although the sec in basketball, you know, kind of uh, turning into a really solid conference uh, for this upcoming year. I mean, you look at the likes of uh, uh, Auburn, Bama, Arkansas, Kentucky. I think Kentucky will be back. Um, and, and Frank Martin could be back as well. He's proven he's a proven winner. So uh, subscribe to the college basketball experience. We're talking college basketball year round over there. And we're talking college football year round over here. So subscribe, tell a friend, me and my co-hosts that are normally with me, Patty C and NC Nick. We are over 500 picking every single division one college football and college basketball game for the past four years. I mean, we've only done it four years guys. So since we ever started doing this, uh, dot, you know, actually keeping track of our picks, been over 500 each and every year. 
uh, for each individual sport and obviously as a collective, but also way over 500 on our locks. We give you all of that via or for free via the SGPN app, which you can download for free in the app store and Google play store. And you'll get all of our picks, all of our podcasts. We had some great guests on in the past week or two with Mike Leach and uh, Phil Steele. Randy Cross, Super Bowl champ Randy Cross and Super Bowl champ Jim McMahon hopped on. Had Larry the Cable Guy on the show. He's a big time Nebraska football fan. We were talking Nebraska with Larry. So check out all those. You'll get all those for free uh, in the SGPN app. So download that thing. I think you'll really enjoy it and you'll get all of our content. Go right now, top 10 hardest schedules. That, that article's out. We got uh, NC Nick writing a ton of great articles about win totals for each college football conference, each NFL conference. We got you covered on the college, the, uh, on, on the SGPN app and the college football experience. So check that out. Um, but check us out. If you download the SGPN app, here's a great opportunity for you. Huh? You're already going to get it. Cause you're getting all this great content, which is free. Um, if you could just give us a five-star review on that app and say some nice things about us, we'd certainly appreciate it. We give you all this stuff for free. And uh, if you do take a screenshot of your review, find me on Twitter at the Colby D uh, give me a follow and show me that uh, review, that screenshot essentially, and I will send you a college football experience T-shirt. Yes, pretty great deal going on here. Brand new T-shirt. Promise it hasn't been worn by my uncle. Um, so do that at the Colby D. Patty C's on Twitter at Patty C831. NC Nick's on Twitter at NC underscore N I C K. The college football experience is on Twitter at TCE on SGPN, and the Sports Gambling Podcast Network's on Twitter at DSGP Network. Follow all of them and make sure you check out this. Sometimes work won't let you check out some of the sites you want to go on sports related wise. I don't know what else you want to go on, but sometimes you want to go check out a, a site and it's blocking you, right? Well, we got the quarterback sneak first. If you download the SGPN app, that's one way to get around it. The other one is Slack. Yes. The Slack channel, download the Slack app and, and go to the sports gambling podcast channel there. I think you'll really enjoy it as we talk basically every sport year round, all of us, all of our writers. It's like a part, a house party of people that know and want to talk sports year round. I think you'll enjoy it. So do that. All right, folks, this is the college football experience, South Carolina style. Take the over and cash that bad boy in. You better start thinking about yours. And we have.